this week, Foo Sports Network podcast. Sorry we missed everybody last week. We didn't have to drive very far. Um, we didn't even really have anything for college football the next morning. I had to golf. That's my fault. Um, but, of course, we won the golf tournament. So, there you, you know, go. at 11 under. So, that's just what we do. Um, it's week five here in Ohio high school football action. And... This will be the last week that we don't that I that I don't do additional research as far as what where everybody's lined up as far as the playoff race. I figured I'd start that in week six after everybody's played five games. Um, so we'll get right into it. We'll start out with one game we're not even going to pick, but it's a hundred point alert tonight. A hundred point alert. Now they won't do this because they took it on the chin last year, but a hundred point alert in Massillon tonight. As Akron Firestone comes in at 0 and 4, they're they're allowing Ooh. they're allowing 50 points a game to average opponents. Boy, have they, they play Maslin. So a hundred point alert, it won't get that bad, but oh, it, wow. it this will be 60s at least. I'm, no, I'm thinking 87. They'll do the, they'll do it again. Oh, Jesus Even God. take them on on the chin yeah, last year yeah, with the. Yeah, they're going to do it again. Oh boy. Yeah, they're going to do it. Um, they'll play the junior varsity varsity. Oh, that's true, and they'll still they'll still score. Yes, so hundred point alert. Up there for the paper. This is a great time for, for the Tiger paper Tigers. Town. This is a great time for Tiger Town because they got a patsy schedule with a lot of talent. Uh, Akron St. V's is at Hoban. Hoban won't lose again. Uh, they lost two weeks ago to St. Ignatius, forty-two to forty-one, when Hoban went for two and did not get it. Um, St. V's is okay. Harding plays them next week, so hopefully they get softened yeah, up a little yeah, tonight. Yeah, a little bit. But uh, Hoban, Hoban will win. Easily in this game. Well, I bet you they don't want that schedule. No. <laughs> Time to play that, man. That's crazy. Uh, Fitch is three and one. Harding beat them last week to get back into the into the playoff hunt, and they have Cleveland Benedictine coming to town. Fitch starts a brutal, brutal five game stretch on their schedule. Um, they Benedictine will have too much tonight in in Austin Town. Would you agree? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Benedictine against Fitch is going to be nasty. Uh, I think Benedictine probably tears them apart. But Benedictine is... Although Ursuline, Ursuline did give... Ursuline did play Benedictine close for, for, for the half. So maybe Fitch hangs around. Okay. Interesting. But I love drivers. Yeah, drive right up my live, live, This is live podcasts, I tell you. We always run into some traffic issue when we do these. Oh, my goodness. People are in a hurry to go nowhere in a box. <laughs> yeah, Benedictine. Uh, yeah. Ben- I, I, are they, are, I'm not sure whether they're even undefeated. Yeah, they're 4-0. Yeah, they, they wipe Fitch up. They're, all right, they're on this year, then. They wipe Fitch out today. Uh, Emotion over. A game of, this is a, uh, what a, this could be an interesting game. Mooney and Boardman. Boardman lost to Howland last week. Uh, we know Mooney's not that great either. Mooney wins. Just Boardman. Boardman must stink. Yeah, I think Boardman. They started off well, but yeah, this is this is going to be a close game because Mooney's not much better. Um, this might be the worst Mooney team I've seen in quite a while. This might rival that 2010 team that Warren beat 40 to three. That are forty to two, so I, I, it, it's where are they playing at? At Boardman. Boardman wins in a close one. Uh, Alliance two and two is at Canfield two and two. 
both of these teams a little bit of a surprise that they have two losses. Um, Canfield obviously must not be their normal self. Yeah, uh, I would take Canfield. In it's at it's at Canfield. Yeah. This should be another close game, though. Um, Poland, two and two, is at Niles, who's the surprise team in the area this far of the year. They're sitting at four and zero, oh, and they have a couple really good wins. They, I think, they beat Poland tonight. What? Poland's two and two. Two right? and two, and has been unremarkable. Yeah, I think I, I, I would tend to lead toward Poland because I'm not fully convinced of Niles just yet. They've had a history of kind of choking midway through the season, but I think I'm going to go with you. I think I'm going to take Niles to beat Poland because I think Niles this might be kind of their year. I mean, who knows? But I, I got to go with you. I think this is Niles here. I think they win this game tonight. Uh, Canton South two and two at four and zero Salem. Salem uh, just continues to find a way each week to, to just barely survive. Um, I think the I, one thing that will get Salem in trouble is they have not played a good opponent yet, and they're. I get it. I get it. I they're doing just enough to win, and you don't you don't need style points in high school in high school football. But they're going to run into it. Canton South is so so. They had to come from behind to beat Minerva. The game's at Salem. I'll take Salem because it's at home. It'll be close, and they'll they'll find a way to win a close game again. I'm going to take South because I think Canton South. Canton South did they went they down. went two and eight last year and did beat Salem. Yes, as part of their two they wins. They have athletes again, <laughs> and I believe they're in the, they're in the midst of um, within the last two years a coaching change. So. I believe that this is going to be. I, I think that I think the lucky train ends tonight. I think South wins this football game. Uh, Gerard four and is at South Range. South Range has not liked this new league they've joined. Uh, Poland pounded them last week. Gerard will continue that uh, tonight. Gerard by I'm going to say Gerard by at least four touchdowns. I think that's just where that's going to go. Uh, let's see. Latonia, 3-1 at Columbiana, 1-3. Columbiana by how many scores? Columbiana and Latonia, I think this is uh, we're not feeling really happy about ourselves. Run it up, uh, probably 42-7, to 42 to nothing. So five touchdowns. Yeah, five, well, just give or take. Yeah, that'll work. Um, United, 1-3 at East Palestine, 0-4. The worst East Palestine. East Palestine may be worse than they may be the worst team in the area. They they are it's bad. Um, United is going through some issues that we won't get into on here. Yeah. Simply because we don't have the we word have for word correct, but we don't. But we err on the side of uh, not being slanders. Yes. We do not want to be fake news here. But there are several players who will not see the field again. Some of them are seniors. All of them are starters. Um, but I do believe they have enough to win the game just because they're really yeah, playing. Yeah, they'll win tonight. But seven to nothing. You, you, <laughs> maybe could six be, to nothing. Could maybe be a seven lot. To six. Mass exodus of players coming from United. Um, like yeah. I said, we won't we won't dive into too much more until it's officially out. But we know that there will be at least what six six it's, kids it's that will not that play. Oh, eight, 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 that, eight, eight that will not play. Yes. Six on offense and two on defense. Um, so, but Palestine stinks so much. United still finds yeah, a way to win this game. Safe there. Um, the week five donut. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Let's restart this. The F, 
the Foo Sports Network Week Five Donut Bowl game. Yes, and you know the and we almost went. We almost went. We almost did. We decided it, it was it was so close. We wanted to see a real football game tonight. So, but Minerva's zero and four. They're at West Branch. It's zero and four, and I can I can pick on my alma mater, but I can't pick on them too much because they're not a bad zero and four football team. They've still played four really good teams to start the year. Yes, I And have. actually, for three quarters last week against United, they did not look bad. They just have the same problems they had last year. They moved the ball, and they cannot finish drives. But they will beat Minerva handily tonight. Yeah, I think The only even, variable they have is, bro- is, their, see a shutout is their quarterback, Brock Hillier, did get hurt. Did get, he did not play in the fourth quarter last week. So if it is a high ankle sprain or something and he does not play tonight, Minerva has a chance. If he plays, West Branch wins easily. And I'm going to make a long shot prediction here. They'll find a way to screw this up, but West Branch could win the last six games. They could go six and four because they've played the four best opponents they'll play all year now. And they've competed with three of them. So... Now comes to a point where you can play teams that you're more talented than, and you can start putting the beat down on them. But they win tonight in the Foo Sports Network Week 5 Donut Bowl. West Branch big over Minerva tonight. Yeah, I, I think i go with that too. I think it even could be a shutout, um, to be honest with you. And Minerva is better than, than past years. I, they have competed in a couple games. Yes. But, and this might even be a, a close game early on. But really, to be honest with you, this is a pretty good West Branch football team. And, you know, if I'm an athletic director or I'm someone in charge of scheduling, uh, I'm thinking about reassessing starting off with that kind of schedule. I know you're trying to find opponents and what's good for the other team, but that's like the situation that Warren's run into for the third year in a row, and that's having to play McKinley and Maslin two of the first three weeks of the season. How can you prepare for these types of opponents? That's what you've got a big stadium for and the Senate League. <laughs> so, But like I said, I would not be surprised to see them if they don't win, they they very easily could run the table and finish six and four. I believe that. I believe that, and it starts tonight. And they you know, actually did not look bad defensively last week. No, they did for the most part. I think the athletes of Alliance, and they do have great athletes. Uh, that's a decent football team right there. Um, their quarterback just huge. Great oh yeah, runner. yeah, yeah. He was. Um, he's an athlete. They don't throw the ball. Throw. Alliance didn't throw the ball very well, but they they have two big backs, and yeah. they. But I, West Branch wins tonight. Kids will forty-eight to fifty-three kids will do it. Yeah, yeah. West Branch win. They win tonight, and they could they could maybe really start turning this around. And I think so, and I, I you know because all these people want to always drag the coach down and make it his fault. But let's face it, folks. This is high school football. You are geographic in your talent. So and you played four, and you've played four playoff teams your first yes. four games. Yes. I mean, la- so let us they, be realistic. Even if they've taken a step back this year, you've played four playoff teams from the from last year. Yes. And this is a West Branch team that has six of them from last year on their schedule. Yes. So we knew there wasn't going to be a ton of wins, just because of the schedule that they had put together. Yes. Um, but I think they get it done tonight against Minerva, and it'll be good for them. They'll get some confidence, and they'll go into next week. Uh 
then we're gonna go we're gonna try to we you know it's been a rough year for us we are we are oh for four i know this is just out of control now we didn't even have that bad of a start last year we were one and three yeah it's it it so we're really gonna we, we we picked a desperation game where we trying to take no chance that we get off the schneid tonight yes and see a win yes yes um ursuline's oh and four they're better than last year but they still stink um they're at Harding tonight. We're going just because we want to see somebody and try to win. we're sitting in the East Stand, so we're going we're, back we to will, the Mojo. We will revert to Mojo. Um, Harding coming off a huge win last week against Fitch. Probably one of Steve Arnold's biggest wins in quite a while because they needed to get that win. Uh, they The offense looked good, but they couldn't finish drives. Uh, missed a couple of field goals, which is understandable. And, and, and let's, let's be clear, too. Last week, very emotional week for both teams. Emotional game. Phil because Annarella, you had Phil Annarella Phil on it, you know, that was the coach of Austintown Fitch that passed away this summer. Um, he still was the coach when he passed away. So you really expected Fitch to come out last week and play as hard, literally as hard as possible. And the fact that Harding was able to match that and find a way to win the game. Coming off of the, one of yes, the coming on, it's, yes, in 100 years of war in sports. Yes. So 10 to 7, yeah, not, not uh, lighting up the scoreboard or anything. But a good performance considering the emotions that Fitch was going to have. And, and and even some of the emotion that some of the Harding coaches would have that coached under Phil Anarella when he was there in the 90s. Yes. So it was it was just an emotional game, and it was a big game for Harding to come out and find a way to win it no matter how. I will say one thing about this game tonight. Harding will win, but watch out early because Dan Reardon, now back at Ursuline, knows how to coach against Warren Harding. He has, in his history, owned Steve yes. Arnold. He has also won the last three meetings going back to his days at Ursuline, uh, the first incarnation. Yes. And the two victories, the two victories at, McKinley. at McKinley. And, and he really ha- he has taken us last year yes, as he, a McKinley coach. He has taken less talented teams and found a way to compete with Steve Arnold. So, Which isn't all that difficult. No, which is not. But... Harding will eventually wear them down and win this game. But don't be surprised if early this is a football game. I agree with that. And I, I'll go you one step further. I believe this will be a game the whole way through. Because I don't think that the Raiders have the confidence they need to go out and just break check somebody. So And, I think and you, may, game, you could potentially, too, have Harding looking ahead to what will be the biggest game of their season next week at St. Vincent, St. Mary. Yes. So you That's don't a point getter game. And yes. Need that. You don't want to get caught looking past one fighting Irish team just to go play another fighting exactly. Irish team the next week. Exactly. Ursuline is no match, but they are better than last year. So, and like I said, you have a guy in Reardon that has historically given given Warren Harding problems. So this is a very interesting matchup, and I don't think people understand with. Ursuline has a lot of soft. This might be the most sophomores yes. on they play, team. They played more Ohio. freshmen last year than anybody in Ohio, most of it due to injuries. But this team is going to be Ursuline is one year away from yes. maybe even two when they're all seniors. But at least next year, they're going to be very good. And the way I understand it, Reardon had two years left on his contract at Camp McKinley. And he left because he was offered the job in the Ursuline Athletic Department, and he jumped at the opportunity to go back. And and my my explanation for this is quite simple. You're under a lot of pressure at McKinley because, one, it's the largest 
public school enrollment in the state just about. I think Mentor's still a little bigger. But you have the biggest enrollment in the state, okay? You have a team like Ursuline who has got half oh. of the football players but has like a fifth or a sixth of the population yep. of the Division One school. So his expectation level, while it's going to be high being it's a, a private school, it's it's not as high as the ridiculousness of Cam McKenzie. Yeah, and they didn't. And it is ridiculous. They didn't expect anything this year at Ursula because because of how bad they were last year. Yes, and just ask Ron Johnson about uh, petitions being signed at the stands at football games. Yeah, how ridiculous. The, 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 the fan bases in Stark County are for Maslin and Kent McKinley. The unrealistic expectations of, of Kent McKinley because it is unrealistic. So Hard, you, Harding wins close? I say. think Harding wins tonight's game by a score of 20-6. to six. I think the offense still won't have it figured out, but they're getting there because the offensive line is still learning and they're going to go against a decent defensive front that Ursuline has because they have played well against the run and, in and three of its four And one losses. thing Ursuline has played, as has Harding, Ursuline was battle-tested. They've played. They're, they're not 0-4 losing to four Senate teams. That's right. You know, they, they, they've played all the big guys, you know, Benedictine, Hoban. They, they, they played Hoban already. Yes, yeah, Benedictine, Hoban, St. V's. They, they've played them all thus far. So just because they're 0-4 doesn't mean they're not at least competitive. Yeah, because they they're used to playing a higher level. Um, Ursuline, like Mooney's, numbers are down by 50% from four, just four years ago. So I think this is just a trend. I think they'll go back up because they did it back in the 2000s, and it did it in the 90s. There's always going to be a couple years there, but I believe that, that football – is a game that will always be there because a lot of underprivileged kids that can't get scholarships for colleges can get it this way. So I think there's there's always going to be that undercurrent that allows these young men to keep playing the sport that we all love. Um, we have to touch on one college game because it's tonight, so we will not be able to touch. We we won't be able to make a pick on that tomorrow for our Saturday morning college football pregame show on the Facebook page. Um, <clears throat> Penn State, number 12, Penn State, 3-0. They're going to Maryland tonight. Um, this is a sneaky game, I think, for Penn State. It's a game because it's a Friday night game that takes you out of all and, of your Saturday and they've, and they've said Penn State fan, or sorry, Maryland fans have been tailgating since 8 this morning. So they're ready, for, they're ready for this game. They feel they're relevant. Penn State is a team that, okay, the pit win looks a little better now that they beat UCF. But Penn State still has a lot of unknowns because unlike – you know, Ohio State, they have not dominated the opponents they've played. Yeah, the first week they beat Idaho, who YSU would beat, 76 to nothing yeah, or whatever. That, yeah, exactly. But then the following week against Buffalo, they did not look very good. So Maryland can light up the scoreboard, um, as can Penn State. I. This is a big game for both teams. Very big. Because it's neither it's team. legitimacy game for Exactly. Maryland. It's which team is actually going to be relevant in the East. And a status quo game for Penn State, which is yes. continuing down the road. My feeling, Ryan, is when I look at this game, Penn State has a top 10 defense. Penn State has an inexperienced quarterback named Sean Clifford. His father, his, his grandfather, played for Indiana back in the late 70s and early 80s. So he comes from a decent lineage of, of quarterbacks. Sean can run the ball. He's a decent runner, as they have found out. He can actually—he's a pretty good athlete. Um, 
His throwing could be a question, but he looks like a pretty good football player. Um, Maryland, unknown on defense. I thought Temple shredded him a couple weeks ago, but didn't score a lot of points. Uh, it's going to be a big atmosphere, but this is Penn State football we're talking about. I like Penn State by two or three touchdowns today. I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go against you. I think Maryland wins this game, and I don't think it's because Maryland is that Maryland is definitely better than last year. I think it's because Penn State's not as good as as they seem. I think their defense is the key here. We will we other. will touch on this tomorrow morning. But I have a strange prediction about the Big Ten that I will make tomorrow that you may or may not agree with. So tune in, fans, on our but, on uh, Ryan's Facebook page. It will be a well. Lot it's of fun. it's on the it's not on mine. It's on the uh, net. Our, our it's on the sports page. Yes, yes, what he said. So I will make a I will make a strange prediction tomorrow about the Big Ten as a whole, and I will pick Maryland tonight in a high scoring upset because the only way Maryland wins is if they outscore them. Maryland will outscore Penn State tonight, and it, it is because Penn That's State. A very interesting prediction. It is because Penn State will not have the athletes on defense to stop them. And that's a very good point. I do agree with that. I do agree with that. Penn State also has a depth problem on defense. But my, I guess my assumption is that I still don't respect the Maryland yes. defense. Yes. Well, this this is kind of a game of who do you who who wants to win this because they both have a lot to prove. I'll take Maryland close. And then, like I said, tune in tomorrow morning because I have a very interesting uh, prediction for the. Me, now you got me excited. Prediction for the Big Ten that I will that I will reveal tomorrow live. Um, but I'll take Maryland tonight in a close one, and then of course we'll touch down through all the other all the other games tomorrow. Um, we will be ready to go. Of course, even though Ohio State has a night game, still do it at normal time, sometime around 10 a.m. Um, there probably will not be a Buckeye post game because it'll be midnight. Yeah, it'll be pretty but late. We may do on Sunday morning, so we'll we'll determine that. Yeah, it later. just depends how we're feeling from Saturday night. Um, if you're going out to a football game again tonight, like most some of you do, weather will be beautiful, uh, considering that we're almost into October and it's going to be 75 degrees and, and then sunny 80 next week. Yeah, we're we're in good shape. Um, so if you're going out, then have have fun. Um, if not, like I said, catch us tomorrow on the page, and we will preview the college football games we'll go over some of the high school games as we do every week um and of course we'll have our comic hum- our comic comedy tour and humor humor included in that for free no charge to you right you're getting entertained where else can you get educated where, at the same where else time. can you get this for free folks? right and you don't have to watch college game day. That's Go right. to Nebraska That's and right. tell you how much of a football game this is going to be tomorrow night. Yes, sir. And be but we, but we, State like they always But are. we digress. We will touch on that tomorrow. But <laughs> we digress. Go Raiders. Go, go Raiders. Buckeyes. And go Warriors. Go Warriors. Get off the schneid. Go Raiders. Let's finally go see a freaking win tonight. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Have a good night, everybody. This is Foos- Oh, this is the Foo Sports Network podcast. We're oh, signing yeah. off.